Did you ever wonder what you could do to get yourself turned on and in the mood for sex? If you're like most people, you probably don't even know what turns you on. And you might just wait for the moment to spontaneously hit you. Well, guess what? If you're a woman, you might be waiting a long time because women don't typically have spontaneous desire. So it's extra important if you're female to know how to get yourself turned on. So hang tight because we're going to talk about that in today's episode. Are you ready to cut through the BS and get down to the truth about sex and love? Welcome to the Great Sex Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather England, a certified sex therapist and relationship expert. Join me for candid conversations that address what you truly want to know and answer your burning questions about love and sex. I want to empower you to ignite your love and sex life. Today, we're going to be talking about getting turned on. That's a big subject, but it's really important to know how you get yourself turned on for sex. For women especially, and I'm going to talk a little gendered here, and I might be a little stereotyped. So if this doesn't apply to you, remember, there's always an exception to the rule. For women, typically, they don't just sit around feeling spontaneously interested in sex. Now, they respond and have desire once they start doing something sexual, but they're not having lots of sexual thoughts flit through their brains during the day. So it's especially important to really know what they need to do to get themselves turned on. Many women think there's something wrong with them or that they're not interested in sex because they don't sit around having sexual thoughts and you know, getting turned on and wanting to have sex just out of the blue. But no, there's not anything wrong with you. It's just kind of how you're wired. So that's a little difference in our genders. Typically, men have many more sexual thoughts. They're spontaneously thinking about sex more frequently, and they're in the mood more frequently because of that. Women sometimes have to work a little harder to get there. So I want to talk about some common ways that people get themselves turned on. And then hopefully you'll listen to these ideas and you'll be able to figure out something that will work for you. Because again, the goal of this episode is for you to have a takeaway of something that will help you in your life so you can manage your sex life even better. So the first thing I want to talk about is another thing that, again, it's going to be kind of gendered and it's going to be general. So if this doesn't apply to you, it's totally okay. But for many women, the pathway to them to be sexual is for them to feel really connected and close to their partner. For men, oftentimes they feel love through sex. So having sex makes them feel close and connected and loved. Whereas women often need to feel close and connected in order to even have sex, to even have that desire to have sex. And so this difference, unfortunately, kind of gets in the way sometimes in relationships. But if we think about what it takes to feel connected, 
oftentimes for people, it's just doing some type of shared activity that makes you feel close and connected to your partner. It doesn't have to be a big thing. I have heard different people talk about how they feel close and connected to their partner by doing things such as taking a walk together, talking about their day, having a glass of wine and just sitting around and just spending some quiet time with one another. You don't even have to have the wine. Even things like doing the dishes together can feel connecting to some people. So whatever it is for you, that's the thing that I would explore and figure out what is it that makes you feel close and connected to your partner And then intentionally try to do that and see if that helps you to have more desire for sex. Another thing that helps people to feel a little more turned on is just feeling relaxed. If we are anxious or uptight, oftentimes we just are not going to have desire for sex. You know, some people will be still interested in sex even when they are stressed out. But for the majority of people, stress is really a desire killer. So finding ways to relax and allow yourself some quiet time to shift your brain from whatever things are stressing you out may help you to feel more relaxed. I know personally, if I have a lot going on, in my brain, I am not going to be in the mood for sex. Sometimes I literally need to do a brain dump with my husband ahead of time and just saying all these things verbally out loud because I'm a verbal processor helps me just to kind of release it and let it go. And then I can transition my brain into feeling more sexual. Feeling rested is another big turn on for people because fatigue, absolute desire killer for many, many people. So finding a way to have sex at a time when you are rested is really a smart move. So think about it. When do most couples think that they should have sex? In the evening, at the end of a long day, when they are both absolutely exhausted. Like really, how dumb is that? We should have sex when we're rested. So sometimes morning sex or afternoon sex, you know, if you can swing afternoon sex with your jobs and your family, it can be really nice. I personally prefer sex in maybe like the dinner time, like six to the seven o'clock range because I'm rested. And then it's not like at the very end of the day. So It's whatever works for you. And that's something you can figure out, but play around with some different times. But if you're really, really tired, it's kind of hard to gin up the energy for sex. In fact, if you're putting off sex to the very end of the day, you're more likely going to see that as a chore. It's another task on your list to do. And when you start to think about sex as a thing you have to do or a chore, trust me, it's going to really kill your desire for sex. Another way many people get themselves turned on is by having some type of fantasy life. And believe it or not, lots of people do. Lots of people have very rich fantasy worlds in their heads. If you have fantasies, you're typical. The types of fantasies people have really varies widely. 
And it's okay for you to think about the things you think and fantasize about sexually. It doesn't mean you're wrong or you're not faithful to your partner if you fantasize about something. Now, you don't have to tell your partner all of your fantasies. They don't need to know all of that. It's kind of your personal world. But if you want to share fantasies with your partner or you want to act out some fantasies, that's totally okay too. Again, this is your life, your sex life, You get to do what you want to do with your body and you get to share your sexual interests that you want to share because they're yours. They're your private thoughts and feelings and you get to choose what you want to share. So another way that people get themselves turned on is by doing this thing I call transitioning your brains to sex. And I'm going to do an entire episode about this because I think this is a really important thing. But transitioning yourself to sex would be figuring out what you need to do to get yourself turned on to have sex, okay? So, and I'll just share a little personal stuff here because why not? What the heck, right? So if I want to transition myself to be more turned on and in the mood for sex, for me, it looks like things like uh, taking a shower, lighting a candle, doing some kind of relaxation exercise. It might even be doing some relaxation breathing for a few minutes. I tend to anticipate sex. So I will think about it ahead of time. I'll think about the yummy things I want to do with my partner and different things I might want to play out or if I want to use a sex toy and if so, what toy or maybe I want to use multiple sex toys that that time. So I tend to to get myself turned on by thinking about all of that. So some of that is a little fantasy, but some of it is specific activities that I do that will get myself more in the mood. I hope it's okay for me to share all that with you. I'm just a real person, just like you, even though I'm a sex therapist. And so I want you to know that this is something that real people do, and it's okay to do these things. Again, your sex life with your partner or partners, it's what you want it to be. You get to decide. That is your empowerment in this process. Another thing some people do to get themselves turned on is they indulge in erotica. So that might be reading something. There are many romance novels that are filled with erotica. Why? That's why that genre is so popular. But you could read some erotica. You could listen to erotica. There is lots of erotica out there that you can listen to, or you can engage in some porn. There are many ethical porn sites where the people that are engaging in the sexual acts are paid and they're well-paid and they are not taken advantage of. And so it is totally a consensual act by both people. And so we call that ethical porn. And there are many ethical porn sites that you can look at. You can watch porn individually. You can watch pornography with your partner. Some people have belief systems that are anti-pornography and totally okay if that's you. Again, no judgment here. This is a safe space full of acceptance. And I want you to feel empowered to create the kind of sex life that you want. 
Another thing people do to get turned on is to use a sex toy. So maybe that is part of their pre-foreplay as they get started that helps them transition into feeling more aroused. Just using a sex toy, maybe not going all the way to orgasm, but just kind of revving up the engine with that sex toy. That's a thing you could do. Something some people like to do is just kind of play with being a little naughty. And so that might look different for different people, but maybe if naughtiness is a turn on for you, you can figure out what that looks like. Does that mean some role play? Does that mean talking dirty? Does that mean wearing certain types of clothing? It's whatever it is for you. And likewise, playfulness is another thing that's a turn on for, for some people. There are many people when I ask them what they get out of sex or what they're kind of looking for in their sexual encounter, they will say play like they really want to play. And that's why there are so many different accoutrements that you can use sexually, right? Role-playing is play. Sex toys uh, are play, right? Toys play. So sex toys can be another way to be playful. Uh, you can you can make sex fun. Sex should be fun. In fact, it should not be something you have to work really hard at. If you can relax and enjoy sex, it does become more fun. And the final thing I want to touch on in terms of getting yourself turned on is just getting into your body in a way that makes you feel sexually attractive. And so this is whether you're a man or a woman. What do you do to feel desirable? What do you do that makes you feel sexy? Like, what do you do that makes you feel like somebody would want you? So figure out what that is for you and do more of that. As a female, you know, it might be wearing something, putting on perfume, taking a shower. As a man, it it might be a similar thing. It might be taking a shower, putting on some cologne, wearing something sexy. I mean, it goes both ways here, but figure out what that looks like to you. So let me summarize what we talked about today. So you have a no BS takeaway of something that you can easily implement into your life to improve your sex life. So we talked about many ways that people turn themselves on. And how if you're a woman, then you're less likely to spontaneously want sex. So out of the blue, it's just not going to hit you. So it's extra important for you to know how to get yourself in the mood. So what I would really like for you to do is I want you to think about just one of those ways on the list that I mentioned that resonated for you. And then I want you to intentionally try to apply it to your life. So just start with one so you're not overwhelmed. Intentionally apply it and just kind of see how it goes. And then you can try something else and then you can build upon it. So thanks for listening to The Great Sex Podcast, where we share the real truth about love and sex and empower you to change your relationship. And hey, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. And if you're feeling it, I'd really love a good review so I can keep the podcast audience growing and reach more people that are trying to do this important work of creating strong relationships and great sex lives. 
And if you want some ways to add some spice to your sex life, I've got 69 ways for you in my free resource, 69 Ways to Spice Up Your Sex Life. You can find it. That's www.lovefilledlife.com forward slash 69 ways. Remember, life is too short for bad sex. I look forward to seeing you next time.